This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In The Conversation. The podcast. Yes. Okay. Coming to you live and direct from the side pocket. From the side pocket studio. You hear any audio. Differentials. Uh, yeah. You know, we out here in the world. Yeah. This ain't our natural habitat. So for all the audio files, if you hear some cracking or some other shit or some tinny or whatever. And uh, for the video files, you know, oh, yeah. there won't be no video this week. Yeah, we are. We're in a place that's not the most photogenic. <laughs> but we here for y'all. We here for the fans. Yeah. yeah. So we here to talk that shit. It's we going to have a conversation. That, that week. This is, this is the real kickoff of summer. Yeah, this is, this is where it This becomes- is New York summer. This one, because... You know, New York kids don't get out of school till the goddamn end of June. <laughs> end of June, so it's like real summer now. Yeah, now it's flooded. Now yeah. the streets are on fire. Actually, the streets are a little quieter than on a on a when the school when school end. The kids take over the streets from like right. three to six. Mm-hmm. It's a different whole different situation. You with, know, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, they uh, New York Times wrote an article about how the hours of three between three and six and how the kids take over new york city i see it i see it, especially like because you know i often go to uh like i'm in the there's that performing arts library down there on what 65th stay in a good library uh, yeah man they free <laughs> yeah I might as well go for the best don't go for the crumbling ass library especially if no cover you get aspirational with your book reading but um <laughs> There's, right over there, that's uh, LaGuardia's over there and Martin Luther King. Both of them high schools are over there. So around that time, and there's some parking over there, but around that time, like, that shit is it's like a fucking, it's like a block party yeah. of book bags and teenagers yeah. and shit. Yeah, you had to catch that Brooklyn train. Oh, yeah. <sighs> One week, the, the 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 teenagers took over the train mic. That's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? It was you know, on some old. It's fun the first couple. Yeah, it's fun. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it hasn't been like a good New York coming of age right. where you see good New York mm-hmm. teen shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. Teams and other system. teams and other places don't have the same accessibility to uh, the shit that these kids have. They can't get the MTA mic, right? So, you know, the MTA, you know how they switch cars sometimes to be able to open the doors on one side. Then yeah. you pull in the other station, they got to come to this car so they can open the doors on this side. Right. So sometimes they leave the shit unlocked. I didn't know that, but the teens knew that. The conductor spot where the you get conduct- on the bike? Yeah, where the they get booth. On, the booth. They leave the booth on lock. So I guess these these group of this group of team, they knew that. Mm-hmm. And uh soon as uh the conductor went in the other car, the train got in the middle of the tunnel, 
know what I'm saying? They they was checking all the doors, and then they found one that was open. Mm-hmm. Boom, bust in there. And then they got on the mic. You know what I'm saying? At first, it was, you know, you know, saying stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to da 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 You know, I'm on the train with my daughter coming Uh-oh. home from school. Uh-oh. And then, you know, I get on the mic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Next stop, my dick. And I'm like, oh, that's the most creative shit you could come up with. But it is the default. It right. is the default on the mic. My dick. That is the ultimate mic check. That's like the third mic check behind one, two, one, two. Right. You know, they started off with one, two, one, two. And then, you know, then they got, then it got progressively worse. And then it was one, you could tell the one that always get caught. He he didn't want to let it go. He got on last. And doing he just, too much. He just doing way too much. He you know what I'm saying? He cut all oh, you bitches and better better better. Let me see your titties. Ah, ah. Dolomite ass. Tuck my dick. You know what I'm saying? Like this motherfucker <laughs> he had to go for it. <laughs> you know he got a reputation to uphold. But he, you know, he, you know the last extra one. Eddie. The, the last one always the slow one. You know what I'm Ooh. saying? He don't know how to do shit. Get everybody caught. He don't want to go to jail. Yeah, he don't want to get every. He didn't go to jail and snitch. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. And get everybody it fucked was up. Raheem. So it was because uh, he, he took it way too far. Now they they in the station. Right. You should have been off the mic. Now they holding the car. Down he don't realize they holding the car yet, but he's still on the mic. Uh-huh. And then you know one of them realized, oh shit, they holding the cars. Let's uh-huh. get the fuck up out of here. Right. Then they all broke out. Okay. But you know, what I'm saying. did they sign off? Nah, he just got the fuck up out of there. Tell no. a friend to tell a friend, and even an enemy. Yeah, you know I mean, we this... on this train, bitch. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit, man. <clears throat> what you been up to, man? How you doing, man? I've been living life, man. Rewriting my whole program, you know. Okay, you know what I mean. We talked about it. I so, see you out here going viral with the with the knowledge. <laughs> you know, say somebody viral. said it's, it might have been falling. I don't know, but you know, it was viral enough. It came my way. Somebody, somebody cut a little, a little piece. Yeah, shout yeah, out yeah, to the people. That was interesting. They cut that. They said that shit. That part of the sermon spoke to them. Yeah, yeah. He said I, that shit spoke to me too. I needed that shit at yeah. that particular time. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy because you say shit. Because you're going through it, you know what I'm saying. Right. You have your you have your ways of how you how you deal with shit and how you get to the next side. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, at a certain point in time, you be in your crib. You know what I'm saying? It be late at night, and you be dealing with you know the problems of your day and trying to okay, how I'm gonna do this and how I'm gonna do that and how I'm gonna make this happen. And you might not have no answers at that time. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I don't think I had no answers at that particular moment when I seen that pop up in my Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. So I watched the shit like I didn't even know what it was. You didn't even know this guy. I didn't know what the clip was. I I, I saw that's me sitting in the chair, but I didn't know what, what the fuck was going on. Mm-hmm. And um, I watched the shit. I was like, well, shit, you right. Young Muhammad Vaynerchuk. That shit changed my whole fucking perspective of the night. You know what I'm saying? I got busy after that. Ooh, I'm like, yeah, that's what the fuck. Hell yeah, that's exactly what the fuck I'm doing. That's good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's a good look, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I reply like, shit, I needed that word. Word. You know how motherfuckers post shit and be like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know who need this. Right. Shout out to Rodrigo. You know what I mean? Putting that in the world. Yeah, yeah, Rodrigo. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I really did need that at that moment. You know what I mean? It was like a quick little split second 
momentum changer. There you go. You know That's always good. Then you got it. Then I got right to it, and I started figuring out some shit. I came up with some dope shit after that. Uh-oh. So that was a completion. Got you yeah. a new four downs. Yeah. Shit, they got, it might have got me through the motherfucking quarter. Okay. You know shit. what I'm saying? So you say you put some points on the board. Hey, hell yeah. I uh-huh. put points up on the board. I, phew, I got busy after that. Oh, shit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You know how you slap yourself around? Look at yourself. You know what I'm saying? Look, Look at, at yourself. You. Look at you. Have a by myself meeting. Get your ass up. <laughs> Get this shit. You know what the fuck to do. Yeah. What's wrong you know? with you? I forgot I said. I don't even know what the fuck we was talking about. I forgot yeah, I said this. Diversifying your, your hustles and, and being more proactive than reactive. Right. No doubt. Oh, man. What's so, yeah, I'm on, I'm on that tip, man. I'm out here, you know what I'm saying, trying to plot my next 10 years, actually. Shit. Mm. You know? Because, you know, it, it's, you know, when you make that one change, you know what I'm saying? That changed everything, and I'm changing everything. I'm not mad at that. That's what they say. The uh, <clears throat> change is the uh, I don't know. Fuck up the whole expression. Uh, I mean, paraphrase. Yeah, brother. I'm trying to paraphrase it, <laughs> but this uh, nigger phrase. <clears throat> yeah, the only thing constant in life is change. Right. You know what I mean? Everything else you can't rely on. Nothing to stay the same. It's going to change. Nah. So you got to move with it. And, I, you know, to that point, you got to realize the more you learn, the more you have to learn, the more the you don't really know much. You know a little bit. But sometimes I think I was reading this article a while back. Oh, actually, I was reading this book. Uh, I forget the name of the book, but uh, so I'm not gonna even say the name because I was gonna <laughs> say, yo, I, yeah, I, it's, I think it's by Paul Arden. I forget the name of the book. I'm gonna try to find it in the in the mix. But right now, but what I wanted to say is, you know, knowledge sometimes it could fuck you up. Like you mm-hmm. always want to have knowledge. A part of me, not knowledge, but experience. Right. You know what I mean? Because sometimes people say, oh. In that last situation, I did this. Mm-hmm. And in my experience, that worked. And it may work again because it's, you know, it's based on experience. But the thing is, sometimes, based on what they were saying in this book, mm-hmm. sometimes experience is just playing it safe. You know what I mean? Because if it worked once before, you thinking, okay, it should work again. It could give you the arrogance of safety. Mm-hmm. Meaning that, oh, I'm going to just do that. I already know how to do it. So you don't even explore new ways to do some shit. So you kind of, you can kind of stay archaic with your thinking. Because right. that shit worked the first time back in 97. You know what I mean? And now it's 2019. And maybe the same shit that worked in 97 don't all the way work. It might, it might. It might plug it up a little bit, but maybe you might want to be a little at least open to some new ideas. Right. Don't don't all the way throw experience in the in the trash, but don't rest on your laurels. Don't think that this experience isn't finite. You know what I mean? Like right. everything is changing. Right. So I mean, that's what you I'm can't, talking. Ninety seven. You can't even be set in shit that happened in December. You know what I'm saying? Right, January. You know what I mean? It's shit that be moving and and 
if you stand the same, sometimes mm-hmm. you be moving backwards. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't know it. You just think you da 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 da, and then next thing you know, ain't nobody checking for your shit, and no checks ain't coming your way. Your phone dry up like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Zoop. You be like, God damn, what the fuck? Right. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody called me in three days. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Except my sister. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, personal calls, your homies and shit. Wellness you check. You get no damn, no money calls in three days. This, this is some, this is preposterous. Got to shake that tree. You know what I'm saying? So, but again, like I was saying on that piece, you know what I'm saying? You can't wait on none of that shit, man. Yeah. You can't, you can't wait for change. You can't wait for calls. You right. can't wait for, you know what I'm saying, suitors. You can't wait for people to come check it for you. You can't wait to be invited. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because if you do, you might not. Yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? You got to you gotta make a way to get where you're trying to go. And yeah. you have to know that shit, and you have to be moving towards that shit. Even if nobody else know where you're going, you know what I'm saying? If your phone never ring again, you know what I'm saying, you got to be going to where the fuck you got to go. Cause if you know if your whole shit based on waiting on the motherfucker call or call you back or return your email and shit, right? That shit might not happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know learn that shit from sales when you out here selling and shit, and motherfuckers who you thought you know these these my people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't call you back. You be sick. And you take it personal too. You, you know what I'm saying? Terrible. Yeah. In the beginning, you take it personal. Like, damn, motherfucker. But what I learned in sales is if you waiting on a motherfucker to call you back, you ain't gonna never make no sale. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You right. gotta throw that shit out the window. You gotta suck it up. You gotta take all that emotion out of callbacks. Cause sales is active. Yeah. That's not a passive uh, endeavor. You need to be out in them streets. Pitching and throwing ideas yeah. and you know all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to be moving. The motherfucker call you, but you got to be dialing that number. You know what I'm saying? Shit, you got to be on them. You got to figure a way to make a motherfucker call you. And how I used to do, you know what I'm saying? Motherfucker stop calling me, especially the motherfucker I know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, all this business we done did, and you ain't calling me back. And I got, I actually got some shit for you. Right. And you ain't calling me back. I go do that shit somewhere else and let them see it. You know what I'm saying? I do mm. some do some fly shit. See, do some fly shit with a motherfucker you didn't think would do some fly shit. And they be mm. like, damn, how they do that? And then you be like, oh, damn. That's, with that's, the FOMO. That's, that's, yeah, that's that's what you got. You got to make a motherfucker want to call you. Uh, that's how this whole shit is. You got you to gotta do this shit where a motherfucker got to call you. Like, oh, shit. You got to thirst trap your clients. You got to do all that. You know what I'm saying? You got to do what you got to do because... Mm. Niggas ain't just sitting back thinking about what you got to do in your pockets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They not thinking about it. Especially they got a good little job and shit. They good. They check come every two weeks. They ain't thinking about your little business and who the fuck you got to pay. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Your little business that's, that's, little that's, how, that's how they treat it sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got a client right now. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Owe me a check and shit. And, you know, they don't, they don't answer the phone. They don't return the emails and shit. But somehow I got to get my check. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, it's 4th of July. They going on vacation and shit. They not thinking about They drunk me. right now. They not thinking about me, dog. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? So I got to shake the shit and be the, the squeaky wheel. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to get paid, I had to figure shit out. Right. 
Yeah, man, you got to figure it out. You got to be proactive. Can't be reactive. Well, go get a job. My check just come every two weeks, but then that ain't going to work. The book I was quoting is called It's Not How Good You Are, It's How Good You Want to Be by Paul Arden. Thank you, Paul. There you go. Shout out to P.A. Speaking of that, uh, just on some uh, historical... uh, uh, Negro lexicon. Mm-hmm. When did yellow become the modified suggest that ain't shit? Like I know it's been at least fifteen years. Man, it's been way more than it's that. probably that, that shit been since I was young. <laughs> I'm an old head. See you doing your little rap shit, huh? But I think that's the hood. I think that's black. I think that's slave mentality. It man. is. I think that come from the plantation, man. Where you know they can't let you go too far. Mm-hmm. So even if they proud of you, you know what I'm saying? They gonna mm-hmm. hit you. They gonna hit you with something that that bring you back down to the earth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Your little, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I see you got a new little car, uh-huh. you know what what I'm little, little girlfriend. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? She having her little skirt. Heard you got a little rage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me hold something. Uh-huh. Let me hold a little something. Yeah. Little is, you know what I'm saying? You could buy, you could tell. You t- want that little bit of money back? You. <laughs> Fuck out of here. That little bit of money you got me? funky ass $3 you get me home? Yeah. But you could tell by the, you know what I'm saying, advent of the little rapper. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Little Jeezy, little yeah. this, little. I mean, little is just in the lexicon. Yeah, they there. You know what I'm saying? And. It just always amazes you sometimes where you see, you know what I mean, the uh, the things that the 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 remnant effects of, of, of our, our experience in America and shit, you know, and and how you know you, from a place of being stuck in one place where there's no mobility, right. so you had to figure out how to deal with each other, how to one up somebody when there's no mobility amongst you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. if you live in better quarters or you work in better quarters, mm-hmm. you still have no mobility. But you know what I'm saying? You may feel okay. I'm better. I get to at least dress good and eat eat the good food. You know what I'm saying? Then some people be like, oh, you, you know, you got your little dress on, ain't shit. You know what right. I mean? Bring yeah, it down. Bring you, you bring it back down. A little motherfucker. The 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 craziest shit, not crazy, not the craziest, but one of the things that always tripped me out just because I didn't live in the hood, hood, hood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. My grandma lived in the hood and I was in the hood mm-hmm. every weekend. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I live, you know what I'm saying, what would be, you know, I guess you know, um akin to Brooklyn in Miami. But uh, it was it wasn't in the inner city, you know what I'm saying? Where I grew up, I started. We started in the inner city, but where I grew up wasn't in the inner city. So when you go to Brown Sub or you go to Liberty City, you could you see things with a different eye. The perspective, yeah, the perspective mm-hmm. is different because you yeah. know you've been in a different environment, and then you come in here, even though you here three days a week, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's still you still have a different. Ear and a different eye, and you're still a different motherfucker. You are different. You different than, than they. They you get love, but you know that uh, I don't want to say you visiting, but you you're accepted amongst the community, but you don't live here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's you know still what different. Man? It's still different. Yeah. So one of the things that tripped me out about, especially when I got like in high school, and you you talking, you know, I I. I 
I enjoy talking to girls all over the city. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just I always like learning. You know what I'm saying? How shit was tourism. Yeah, it was not tourism. It was just like you know what I'm saying. We was exploring all over the city. Okay. So you know what I'm saying? From seeing the seeing the city, seeing the sights, and and it's just always it always just tripped me out how you get in different places. But when you in the in the hood, right? And you might you might find a girl that's cute, right? You meet her at, at some party, and mm-hmm. then you go to her hood and shit, da, da 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 da, and then you find out in her hood, like first of all, she has the worst nickname of all. You know what I'm saying? What's the worst? The nickname? cutest, cutest chicks always had a worst nickname. Give me you know one. what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? Goof Trooper. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, it's just like crazy ass names to undermine yeah her to cuteness? undermine their cuteness. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If you want a certain see. In Miami, if you were real dark and cute, mm-hmm. you got the props. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you was if you was too light, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. You was already gonna get the oh, you get cut down the size. Mm-hmm. But if you was in the middle still, you were, you know what I'm saying. The further away from dark you get, you gonna you got to get cut down the size. Right? So in Miami, they celebrate the melanin, oh, the melanated and rich. Yes, the melanated because it's a hot it's, town. That sun, it's top of the food chain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, son, to put a shade on you. You know, you still had the TV who celebrate what it celebrates, but in real, in real life, you know what I'm saying? The people, the people, ain't giving you a hundred percent. It's like you know, looking at Steph Curry, and then you know, man, you're not gonna give him as much props as you might give a, a dark skin player. That's Draymond. The, that's the colorism of America. Right, 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 right. You know Draymond more familiar. Exactly. Like, oh yeah, my man Draymond. I see Draymond. Draymond's a real nigga. Who did you bought this? Your boy Steph. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on in, fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? So. Wow. But, but what you would see was like the cute, cutest girls had the worst nicknames and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Goof At, Troop. You goof, said. Yeah, then you know, Give me you the other one. Nah, I mean, I ain't finna go through all that shit. Because I always thought it was, I'm like, that's fucked up. Because you could see how it works. And then a lot of times they would, uh, you know what I'm saying? That's that whole phenomenon of, uh, oh, she thinks she cute. You know what I'm saying? She thinks she cute. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you if she doing it, she got herself, she put herself together, walk outside, then the motherfucker, oh, she thinks she cute. Right. I always thought that was that was like, damn, like she is cute, motherfucker. What the right. <laughs> what is you right. looking at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She is. Yeah. But it's like and then, you know, me being a, a a lighter dude, you know what I'm saying? It was always, you know, red, 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 mm. red nigga. That's old red nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to like, you know, in the hood, you got to have some down south shit too. Red, yeah, yeah. red is a, it's a designation. It's Shout a damn, red. It's a damn near insult in Miami. You yeah. know what I'm saying? At a certain, it's a certain way you say it. It's a, it's red where it's like, okay, red, you know what I mean? But then uh-huh. there's a, oh, red nigga. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's it's trying to it's cutting you down. So right, you ain't black. You, you ain't black. Red. You're a red nigga. You know what I'm saying? Different. So you you know in the hood you have to counterbalance uh-huh. what you got with with either you know your defenses, uh-huh. one of your defenses. Uh-huh. So you got fighting real good. Right. You got being funny, mm-hmm. being able to you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying shoot back with mm-hmm. some wit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got you know what I mean. 
you got getting all the girls. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of yeah. love. You getting money. It's a lot of defenses in the hood that right. you had to use to counteract your your slave situation. <laughs> <laughs> Just to survive out here in this shit. Right. This, is some, some, this shit crazy, man. You got to tweak that uh, those remnants of slavery. Yeah, the remnants of slavery got got you fucked up. So you have to balance that shit, my old red nigga. So you got to learn how to fight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. niggas will try you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then you got to act like you know how to fight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, crazy red. Nah, I ain't, I ain't had to go crazy red. Crazy red when you really don't have a no. good, a good solid... You know what I'm saying? Grasp on, <laughs> on no who you are. Yeah. In your being. So you just go, you do the crazy shit just to back people up. Right. But you, but you can't get no girls. That's crazy red. You can't get no girls being crazy red. Nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you end up fighting every day. Right. So you gotta right. balance the shit out where you can live. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, mild red. So I just got cool. I just be learn how to be cool. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Old cool ass red. You know what I'm saying? And then I, I realized that there was certain. In your dress code, there was certain cues to let niggas know where you stood on your on your um for lack of a better term, on your political beliefs. You know okay. what I'm saying? In the hood. You know what I'm saying? You got a leather Africa patch? Nah, 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 nah. Leather Africa patch might get you I'm in Miami again. That uh, you know that, that shit get you ostracized. Yeah, that might get you ostracized. Fuck you know? out of here with all yeah, of that yeah, back yeah, to yeah, Africa yeah, shit. You know what I'm saying? Unless you, you know, it's a whole lot that you had to go all the way. You got to be all yeah, in. You, you got to go be all the way. Kwame Ture. Yeah, Is it Kwame you know what I'm saying. Ready, ready to die about that shit. Yeah. So you had to, you had to. Uh, I figured out, you know, on the sneaker tip, it was a certain code. Like the first time I realized it, in middle school, we would wear Stacy Adam boots, uh-huh. like some like they like like army wow. boots. You know what I'm saying? Shiny. You shine them bitches. You have to shine them yourself. They not. Uh-huh. They don't come shiny. Oh, so you got to make yeah, them you shine. Yeah, you got to make them back. shine. And, and, and the, Damn, you got to activate them It's bitches. a skill in order to, like, some cats knew how to make them real shiny. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can see yourself. Like, if you need, like, the, you could tell your skill level by how shiny your shit is. I right. wasn't never, I got my shit mid-grade shiny. Uh-huh. It was something is that had, it was a cat named Vincent went to school. This nigga could make a boot turn into glass. Got that elbow grease. You know what I'm I don't know what the fuck he was doing. Mm-hmm. But we had the Stacey Adam boots, right? So uh-huh. everybody knows Stacey's. Then you get tailor-made pants. I never seen Stacey Adam boots. I'm going to have to Google those. It's like, they like combat boots down there. Okay, like but some Doc Martin looking joints? Almost, but more, okay. more you know what I'm saying, more more um, tailored, I okay. guess. Like more, it was yeah, I got almost you. dressy, but down there could be a military shoe. Okay. Um, and then everybody had tailor-made pants, but you had to really get them from King to Taylor. If you got them from King, a to real t- tailor, or yes, a, a store? real tailor, tailor okay. made. That was a whole style when I was in middle school. Tailor made, and what are these jeans being nah, cut or they, regular they, pants? They, they like pants, rayon, they like gabardine. Like, see, if you, what is some, gabardine? It's like a wool, like a you know what I'm saying, like okay. a you know what I'm saying. You got you know some. If you ain't have enough bread, you had a polyester joints, but then you try to iron them, you might burn them. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. You want to stay away from them. You wanted to really get some gabardine joints. Gabardine, so <laughs> you take shit serious. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga got some gabardine. You know what I'm saying. So Taylor Mays and Stacy's, right? Mm-hmm. And then one, you know, we used to go to Cleveland in the summer. And I went to Cleveland one summer, uh-huh. and they had some Stacy Adams sneakers. Ooh. And I had never seen Stacy uh-huh. Adams sneakers. And I was, remember that it was a whole. You might be too young, but it was a whole wave when the little Velcro strips came in. 
where where you didn't have you didn't have laces you just had the two strips and shit mm-hmm. and that was a whole wave at one point okay well, so the, sh- the velcro shits was cool yeah it was like a whole little movement who right was quick. doing the velcros I mean, it was different. You had some kangaroos. You had Lotto. You know, remember Lotto? Lotto had the Velcro Ooh, the logo. Yeah, Velcro Ooh. logo changed the colors. So Velcro was a movement at, uh-huh. at one point. Mm-hmm. And so I got there. I saw these Stacy Adam sneakers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh shit. And they had Stacy Adams on the side. So, so niggas let niggas know. So These I was are like, not one of those. So that was like my first cop that was like outside the box. Uh-huh. And because I figured, okay, niggas know Stacy. Right. You know what I'm saying? But how will they respond? So I wanna hear. I got back to school, come to the, you know, I'm in the cafeteria. I got the Stacy Adams on. Because they 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 black sneakers, right? Mm-hmm. So I polished them up like I would my shined. boots. I shined them up like I would do the boots. And what shit. do you do to shine them up? Polish. You got polish, uh, shoe polish, like mm-hmm. the wax kind, not the oh, okay. the kind that come in the bottle. Uh-huh. That's that's bullshit. Because like, that's know. gonna make them darker. Not darker. It's just it's just you could tell that that you use that you cheat. It's like a cheat. As opposed to the ones that come in the, the little the pomade, wax, yeah, the looking little shit. wax joints. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know you put in that work. Yeah. And that was a, it was a whole a whole social dynamic behind putting in that work. Yeah. So I polished my shits up. You know what I'm saying? Went to school at the Stacey Adams show. Mm-hmm. And one of the cats, you know, one of this dog, it was dog skin dude with two goals in the front of his mouth. Shout out to he, the dog skin. You know what I'm saying? He was, I, I, I would say his name, I ain't gonna say his name. Uh, you don't give him no props. He was, nah, he, 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 he was like one, he was like a short, dark skinned dude that could uh-huh. dance real good. So he had all the girls and okay. shit. He went for bag. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody had goals in their mouth, tried to go, they, they wanted to project. They bad and they shit. They all in. Yeah. What was his gear like? Was he? He had he had all. So of he, he had the gear and the moves. He, and he, the he went on top of the food chain gear, but he had all of the right gear you supposed to have. Check the box. Yeah, he had tailor made silk shirt, fish hat. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Stacy's. What's the fish hat? It's like a the bucket with the. It's like a it's like a uh, a, a dad hat, but it had a fish patch on the front, like okay. a. Uh, I, I was I'll send you a picture of the okay. shit. Okay. But that was the shit when we was in middle school. Okay. Fish hat. Silk shirt, but it's a fake shirt. It's polyester. It's okay, like a, a rayon, a polyester t-shirt. Okay, but they call it silk shirt. Okay, and your tailor-made pants. Uh huh. And your Stacy Adams boots. Boots. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So I came in. I got what you on. had on. I had this t- this particular day, and then corduroys was a big deal. Corduroys in Miami. Yeah, but like the thin cords, like the Levi's cords and okay. the um, Gap cords. Gap cords was the shit. Okay. Gap cords starched with the motherfucking crease. Mm-hmm. We we talked about this before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you, the the little the little style was to starch the inside of the corduroy so that part of shine and the other side would be like a matte finish and shit. So it was like a whole little sequence of things you had to do to make right. the shit look right. Right. So straight leg corduroys starched on one side with my motherfucking Stacy Adams on and my silk shirt. Right. So I come out, and you know all the cats who went for bad, they hung out in the breezeway between the cafeteria and the little courtyard. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming through the courtyard, and he's like, "Yo," he hit me with the the standard, "What size shoe you wear, gang?" Ooh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh shit! <laughs> uh oh. He's like, "Where you get them Stacys?" You know what I'm saying? And I already knew it was already a. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a loaded compliment. Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's a setup. It's definitely, it's definitely he sweat because I seen him looking. I already knew it. Right. And then I only, I don't hang with no niggas who ready to scrap. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. my dudes is kind of like, ooh. Because, you know what I'm saying, I ain't never even had no words with this cat. He was right. like a year older. Right. You know what I'm saying? I ain't had no words. I knew who he was. Yeah, he hit me with the what size shoe you wear. You know where you get them Stacy's at. You know what I'm saying? And and I, you know what I'm saying. Um, and then he hit me with the, he hit me with the full on. Let me get those. Ooh. And I was like, you got to take these. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it cause at this point my back against the wall, and then I'm kind of crazy when my back against the wall. I had this little switch, but I was <laughs> I was definitely I definitely like seen it coming. You know what I'm saying? Supposed to have a nigga with the nigga. These is your size. That's what they tell you. But to but see, jail. you had to you had to learn how to. I had, right. That's you know what I'm saying. You, know. you had to learn your defensive mechanisms. Right. 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 And where I live ain't as bad as where I go on Friday. Right. 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 You know right. What right. So your default isn't as aggressive as it could be. It ain't ag- aggressive, but then it's, it 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 shocks a motherfucker who think. This little skinny red dude right. ain't gonna do shit. Right. Oh, this nigga. Oh, he you got. He got some heart. So when I hit him with a, you know what I'm saying? You and got some shiny ass stakes. When I got him, when I hit him with the, you gonna have to take these. Uh huh. He backed all the way down. Uh. And then I was like, oh. Uh huh. Cause you know what I'm saying. You should have took his shits. Nah. Cause what the reality is, what you don't be knowing. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like again, I already had all my defenses. I got right. all. I got the gear. Right. I'm. I'm walking cool. I'm. You right. know what I'm saying I got my composure. Right. You know what I'm saying. And then when he when they hit you with the game, you not you don't have the fear, and that throws it off. But then I ain't, I ain't realize. You know what I'm saying. I'm 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 in the eighth grade. I'm in the seventh grade. I'm probably almost six feet tall. Right. He a little dude. He, you know right. what I'm saying? He he's short dude. Like so a he was short. he was shooting he, for forty anyway. You know what I'm saying? So he 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 think you gonna fold automatically just right. based off of you know what I'm saying? He got the go. He got the whole yeah. thug look. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you supposed to fold automatically, and when it when it didn't fold, he didn't know what to do with. He it. ain't no next steps. He ain't had no next steps for it. And then I realized an important lesson. But I also realized that. I was right in thinking that you know what I'm saying that particular shoe would hit across the board. Mm-hmm. Cause niggas knew the name of Stacy's, right? So using that formula throughout high school and coming up, it's like, all right, how do I get some shit that speak multiple languages? Right. You know what I'm saying? When you put it on, it's, it's 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 letting people know, you know what I'm saying, that you 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 belong in certain places, mm-hmm. and that's how I went. Even in corporate, you know what I'm saying, it was a certain way to dress without being a stiff. That mm-hmm. saying, oh. Okay. A little flair. Okay, okay, right. okay. He, right. he, 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 you know what I'm saying? He ain't got the richest shit, but this, he know what he doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you can't afford, you know, you know the tailor-made custom suit. Right. You know what I'm saying? $3,000 suit and shit, and you, you know what I'm saying? You just putting your shit together. You like, okay, I'm going to put my little shit together, and then I'm going to get the right shoe, and then I'm going to come up in that bitch. Nice. So, like, and now it's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm at a situation where I want to go to the next place. Mm-hmm. And I don't think what I have is communicating that. Right. So I got to start fresh in communicating a new language in, in, in my gear and my whole shit going forward just mm-hmm. to move into the space I'm trying to go to in the next few months. Right. I hear that. Look the part and shit. It's just you just gotta give them certain shit that they they Some context like clues. like you said you gotta look a little check check you know what I'm saying yeah. you go in certain rooms 
Big Face Rolly gonna check a lot of boxes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I ain't got one yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Ain't that a bitch? There's a hierarchy <laughs> to the Rollies too. Yeah. I just bought the book of Rolex, too. Yeah. I was checking it out. Uh, they were, you know, it's about how crazy, like, with the Daytona and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that type of shit. Yeah, because you could, ain't this a bitch? You spent all that money and have the wrong Rolly on. The wrong on. one. Ain't, ain't that a it bitch? Ain't, it ain't saying what you thought it was going to say. Saying the wrong, it's saying, it's different messaging. It's not right. the messaging you wanted to give it. You know what? I'm getting older to the point where I'm like, you know what, man? Fuck, fuck this shit. <laughs> They gonna have to take me as I am. Right, no <laughs> I'm doubt. that nigga now. Yeah, and 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 because it oh, it takes them people to where you be like, oh shit, I didn't know you could be the man with just or some regular shit. It's you, fucked you, up. You can, but yeah. but it's a it's a different road. It's you know a what I'm saying? Road. Especially especially when you when you selling or when you you yeah. know what I'm saying? You still politicking. You know what I'm saying? You campaigning. Mm-hmm. When you campaigning. Sometimes you, when you get in the room, you got to be speaking the, the language of the, the audience you campaigning to. Yeah. And I know for a fact, you know what I'm saying? In certain rooms, I'm cool. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, he, he got the art look. Oh, yeah, that nigga. Oh, yeah, right. he's the director. Okay, yeah, blah, blah, blah. He got, you know what I'm saying? Checking a little creative boxes. Right. And I'm good. And, and these are great rooms. Right. But then I go in some rooms. I repel motherfuckers like Ray. Like, oh shit, who the fuck is this? this nigga is the po- who the fuck is this? Is this nigga that? ain't got no lineup, man. I and I, you know what I'm saying? I ain't tripping on that, but I notice it. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's community. It's nonverbal communication. Yeah, it's nonverbal, but I do feel like if that because the if you stick to it and you stand tall on it, it just becomes you. No and doubt. You open and, up that that uh, you give yourself that license. You know what I'm saying? You notice, you notice, even in the hood or just wherever, like like how we were talking about crazy people, obviously that's an extreme, mm-hmm. but you notice, you know, it might not be deemed eccentric, mm-hmm. it might be deemed crazy or wild or mm-hmm. on some other shit, but there's a person that be amongst the people that be on some eccentric different shit, and they, they, they went through the scrutiny gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And they stood tall to the point where they might have had a few fights mm-hmm. and some penny loafers and some and some pink slacks and you oh, know God. what I mean a fedora. But after they done held their own, maybe they went you know fucking three and two. Niggas gotta have to give them yeah, that. Yeah, and and that's that's a that's another thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. you could you could take what you want and you could you could bang out and be who the fuck you want yeah. and do that shit. And that's what I do on most days. Right. But it's certain places where you sometimes you want to go to the next shit, yeah. and sometimes you using you using a communication that can't get you to the next shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you using communication that don't get you invited or called or you know what I'm saying yeah. first. Like you know what I'm saying? It's a whole. It was a whole point in time where. You know, <clears throat> niggas would call me to do their low budget shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we kill that shit to get a nigga started. You know what right. I'm saying? Or get a company started. And then when they get that next, when they get the budget, we ain't the one they call. You know what's funny about all of that shit? Because it's a lot of that is so unspoken, right? Because if a cat feel like you done stepped it up and took it to the next level, just off a glance, you see mm-hmm. what you had on, okay, on some, okay, on some other shit. Right. A motherfucker will process that in their mind like, 
I don't think my budget is sufficient. Right. And without having the conversation with like, you know, brother, I see your ascension. Mm-hmm. I, I I still like your vision. I like your creative mm-hmm. expanse. I like what you do. I would love to keep working with you. I don't know. I see you doing big things. I'm not sure if you're still in my in my my realm. And if I'm you, probably if, not. Oh well, fuck it then. <laughs> you know but, well, then I guess but, it makes sense. But you know, what I'm saying? I, that conversation. I would rather I'd rather go that direction than when they go get the big budget, they don't call you. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, that he can't even handle this shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Because they do that little shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you we had to break out of being just the 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 starter. Right. Kit, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, Nigga, I don't right. want to be the starter kit forever. You know what I'm saying? So you had to go invest in new shit and new equipment, coming out with new look. You know what I mean? Letting them know you doing other shit. And right. yeah, you might alienate some of your old clients that be like, oh shit, I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? It ain't your fault. Yeah, it ain't your fault, and it ain't it ain't for you to stay in one place. No, and I, and I, I'm with that. Like I said, change is, is constant, but it's just a shame that rather than have that moment. Because we have a past, we've worked together, you know what I mean? Only thing that's really changed from what I can see is aesthetic. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the, the mindset might have always been there. The right. mindset was always to be at the top. But sometimes some people will see just by what you, to your point, what you are communicating by what you have on mm-hmm. that, oh, I, I guess I don't, I ain't fucking with my kind no more mm-hmm. which is unfortunate because a motherfucker might still be able to do some shit with yeah, you no but doubt. but but the thing is it's a natural like a lot of this shit is a natural filter right. you know what i'm saying the people that's going to approach you and be like you know what i'm saying explain that or or talk to you and try to figure it out is the people that's going to do it you know what i'm saying yeah. some of them so you ain't got to you ain't you ain't going to be able to talk you ain't going to be able to do everybody project on either side yeah. so you got to be able to manage that shit but i just hate to to do the low budget shit get you going you know what i'm saying cut you the good homeboy deal and shit right. then you you get to your next project you done got a budget and shit and then you, then you go it. get the white boys yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. and and it's like damn dog like you know what i mean i could have did that if you gave me that budget mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but it ain't in their mind because they just see you for what you've done before them, red ass Ollie. Oh, red ass nigga with the, you know what I'm saying, with, with the, the Stacey Adams, with the running gun shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They don't call you for the the big presentation, right? So now, let's take it off of clothes. Let's take it off of Rolexes and cars, right. and just put it just on work. Just your your position in, in business. You know what I'm saying? Now you have to reposition yourself to say, you know what? <clears throat> I do something totally different. I do mm. this. I, I, I make these types of presentations. Right. So these types of people that's looking for those kind of presentations call you first. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So how do you make them call you for the shit that you really want as opposed to the shit that they want you to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And because I can't, if, if I stay doing what I'm doing, you I'm going to be broke. And I'm going to be, you know what I'm saying, fucked up out here. And that ain't what you want to do. Nah, so I want to ascend. But then they got to let you in. You know what I'm saying? So now you got to figure a way to get let in. Mm-hmm. And that's where we at. It's like we at the next door. Mm-hmm. Knocking at that bitch. Okay, they going to open this motherfucker. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm a, and I gotta make them. I gotta make them move. So, yeah, that shit. so that's that's what I, that's what I mean. And, and I, I I didn't want to boil it down to just I need to get a big face Roly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I see you and, saying. And and a, and, and a, a bigger car. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To pull up on a motherfucker. A big ass context mm-hmm. clue. You know what I'm saying? Things. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. I I need all that too. But just that's just the mindset of where I gotta go. In business, right? So I got to do. I had to come with the bigger idea and come with the bigger. You know what I'm saying? I got to position myself with a with a bigger budget. I hear that. You know what I'm saying? Because I, 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 shit, I be mad as mother. I be madder than a motherfucker. Motherfuckers be looking past me. Don't make no damn sense. If not me, who? Speaking of ascension. Did you see Maxwell at the uh, Spike Lee block party? <laughs> I didn't. Okay. I was out there, but I didn't see. Oh, Max you went over. to the joint? Yeah, I was out there. Yeah, man. How was it? It was cool, but I was kind of working because we were shooting a promo for um, African American College Alliance. Oh, okay. At the same time, using and, it as a background? No, no. Nah, it was just in the hood. And, he wanted okay. to do it that day, but the, I knew the block party was that day. So, uh, okay. you know, um, I used my son and his friends as models and shit. Right. And they were already out there at the block party. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So. I was there, but I wasn't really paying attention to what was happening on the stage. Okay, you know, so I didn't really get to enjoy it like that. But yeah, I just saw it on online. I just it was such a random ass uh, performance, but he killed that. It rocked out. It was cool because you know I love a surprise performance, and uh, the little drums came into. I think it was something something he did. Dun, 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 dun. And he just nigga came out. It was like, oh shit, it's Maxwell. You know, you ain't right. expecting to see right. Maxwell just jump yeah. out awesome on some block. <laughs> yeah, you know, but it was a, it looked like a good look, man. So shout out to everything that was going on out there. The whole uh, thirty yeah. years to do the right thing. Yeah, man, it was. You could feel the energy, though, man. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like it's like one of them things where because it's right around the corner from my house. You know right. what I'm saying? So it, it makes you feel good to to live in. In that neighborhood, I, I didn't grow up in New York, so yeah. I grew up in Miami, and, and you know, do the right thing came out. You know, we watched it. Right. And, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and Spike Lee was like a you know a hero of ours right. until he you know what I'm saying we had our little moment. Right, right, right. But right. you know what I'm saying? I ain't got over that. Right. So to I didn't even know that they shot that right there around the corner from the crib. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That it was shot right there. It's like damn. Like you move into a, to the spot and it's like damn, it's a lot of history, right? And you know, it yeah. kind of feel good to, to be in that mix, right? And I, you know, he's definitely one of those people that can summon that. You know, like even as much as Brooklyn has evolved, you know that do the right thing is a touch point. Spike Lee's a touch point. Mm-hmm. It, like it's a back to your thing about context clues. It's like uh oh, well, oh, Spike doing some shit here. It, it sends a message. Mm-hmm. We already know what it's going to be. So that was dope. But, um, ah, <clears throat> uh, shit. I know we talk about slavery and people uh, moving funny because of the remnants of these uh, horrible atrocities and, and the being on the shorthand of the stick and just uh, being victim to whatever peril comes our way or whatever suffering is put upon us, uh, it reminded me 
There's a lot of disappointed Knicks fans out there. Oh, the Knicks looking crazy. Uh, man, but you know what, though? This is my thing. And I've said this. I've been on record saying this for years. If you are a Knicks fan or if you still are a Knicks fan, because there's some diehard Knicks fans. If you're a Knicks fan, the mantra is hope for the best, expect the worst. Cause that's just what it is. That's horrible for a sports. It's franchise. fucking horrible. I'm not. I don't even. I, don't, I might not even identify as a Knicks fan, which sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not no big sports fan. I think people from New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They they are so defined by being a Knicks fan because that was the basketball yeah, team. It, for you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's part of the. Identity, you know, what it's saying? part of that, the identity. That orange and blue, you know, right. what I'm saying MSG, right? You know the whole I mean? the mecca, all the of mecca, that, all that shit. It must, it has to be something. I mean, I I don't know too much about the organization right. itself, you know what I'm saying? But it seems to be like kryptonite over that motherfucker, man. Nobody don't, you know, what I'm saying they can't get nobody big. But you know, that, it feels like the only people that it doesn't really resonate to are Knicks fans. It feels like all the NBA players know, the rest of the country know. People ain't really checking for the Knicks like we would like them to think they are. Right. The Mecca, all of that other shit. Like, <laughs> motherfuckers is like the Knicks got a losing culture. It's been a losing ass culture for a long fucking time. And I've I've said this I've said this from back when they was trying to get LeBron or whomever else. I've seen it with the KD shit. I've gone on the record saying if you are a superstar basketball player, and I'm in New York, I just would not come to the Knicks. But why wouldn't you come? If I was a superstar, yeah. Basketball why why player? wouldn't you come if you was a superstar? Because the culture is not a winning culture. The culture, like it, I, I, this is, is, it, is it the team? Is it the management? I think it, it has could, to be the management. I think it's it the management. I, a lot of people feel like it's the ownership. A lot of people feel like it's a Dolan thing. And you know, Dolan is uh, famously said. I don't know if it's famously, but he has said publicly, like I'm not a basketball person. So with that said, he kind of pulls himself a little arm's reach. And he, I guess he designates the basketball shit to other people, but then I feel like he still has to sign off, so he's still involved in the situation. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a weird thing. I do feel like if Dolan was going, things might change a little bit. Yeah, and, and it's like, how, how are you the owner? And you or don't the know governor that? or the governor, as they call right. him now, and you know what I'm saying. You get in a fight with one of your uh, with a with Oakley, a, with Oakley, like with a, a, a the most one of the most famous Knicks one of the alumni. Last niggas to give us hope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you how you getting choked out by Oakley? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's something wrong. Something is wrong. And I I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the ins and outs. But Jay Z brought it home. I mean, he did it all the way. He's, he, he's, he, he, he having a great free agency. I mean, he's out here. He's an operator. You know what I'm saying? Jay-Z, he's an operator. He's he he like, the boy Kyrie and KD he, to Brooklyn. He like, Rich Paul, hold my beer. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got this. You know what I'm saying? But Rich Paul's still MVP of all this shit right now. You think so? You think yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. LeBron AD thing? Not just that. Just all the moves that they making. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And... and like the whole soap opera of of the AD trade all right. season, right. you know what I'm saying? It, it looked bad on them until they got the deal done, mm-hmm. and then it's done. Um, just like if you, even if you look at the way agents are mo- announcing 
the free agencies now. Now, because of the Rich Paul situation, every agent is name checked in all the moves. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? If you look look at Twitter when they make the announcement, oh, such and such goes to such and such, you know what I'm saying? According to agent, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, right. Oh, now all the agents want to get. Well, David Falk was a big boy, too, back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah, back in, you know what I'm saying? But right now, every single yeah. announcement hot. Is, is like, oh, well, I need to get my name out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they they shaking shit up, and they doing it in a way that – um. You know, as much heat as they take, they doing it in a way that that's that's letting players embrace their power. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, historically, you always had the option to not sign the deal with right. your team and 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 explore free agency. Mm-hmm. But people were scared. Yeah, they was just like you know, it's like like my my boy D. Allen say he like you know what I'm saying it's like a, like your your cell phone operator. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You all you have the option to go to another company at the end of your contract, but they offer you two three new phones and shit. You like I bet you know what I'm saying? Right. So I I really blame not blame but put give the credit to New York media for mm-hmm. creating the way that free agency is handled right now. Because when LeBron was two years before, he was in Cleveland the first time, two years before his free agency even came up, and he came, they came to play in New York, and then on the cover of the post, it was like, you know, LeBron is going to be a free agent in two years. The Knicks got enough space to get him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then from there, everybody went, oh, shit, we could get LeBron. Right. And then New York was the first place to start saying that shit. Then then that shit became a, a nationwide phenomenon. Who going to get LeBron? And then right. he went to Miami. Right. But ever since then, free agency has become a big situation. Yeah. And and he was one of them players that said, you know what? I'm not going to sign a long deal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my options open. Right. Shit, you know what I mean? I'm gonna, fl- I'm gonna assert my, uh, my, my power, my leverage. I love it. Yeah. But I just, you know, with the LeBron shit, I learned the lesson. I think I learned it before then, but definitely with the LeBron shit, just the hysteria, just the people like LeBron, like people believe that shit was sure to happen. Right. There's no way. That LeBron won't want to come, come to, New, to York. New York. Come on, this is New York. This is the media capital of the world. It's Empire State. Right. Come on, this is the Mecca. Right. All of that shit. And that motherfucker said, no, sir. I'll go to Miami. <laughs> and so what I seen, because what happens is these New York fans, they get, they get overzealous. They start Photoshopping the Knicks jersey on their favorite but, player. But not every city's doing that now. I mean, every city, every they yeah. already paint murals of Kawhi in L.A. Well, yeah, well that's the thing. Kawhi is still holding out, so I'm. I was just there's still Kawhi watch. You know, yeah, the, Kawhi the, out there. And Kawhi, what's your, what's your Kawhi? Let's do a little uh, speculation report. Where you think Kawhi gonna wind up? You think he's staying? They going? He either going to the Lakers or staying? We gotta pick one. This is a speculation report. So give me some speculation. Take a <sighs> L.A. Dig LA? Yeah. I'm going on the record as LA? Lakers. All right. Not I Clippers. believe, I think, you know what? They say Drake has entered the, the chat as far as, uh, as far as. He the, got to. Yeah. That's why they brought him there. But see, the thing, see, the thing about what people don't understand about the Drake situation uh-huh. and him being the ambassador, mm-hmm. it's just like, 
it's not a lot of players who could do what LeBron did as far as you know stretch a team out and tell them fuck you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I catch you in free agency. Right. There's only a few players that could do that. Right. right? Kawhi's up there now. Right. Kawhi's now. up there now. But mm-hmm. they tried to shit on Kawhi. They was sending Kawhi to Toronto to to shit on him. Yeah, to punish him. You know what I'm saying? To punish him. He came back with a chip on the ass. Yeah. So he don't owe nobody shit. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. Everybody, oh, he should stay. He the king up there. Right. He don't owe no. He don't owe them people I nothing. I do what the fuck I want. You know what I'm saying? He don't owe them people shit. Like they, the Spurs tried to, to, to send him to Siberia. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And sent him out the country. He sent his ass to Toronto. Like that was a death sentence. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? You bum, get the fuck up out of here. Mm-hmm. You don't want to play. You talking about you hurt? But then look at KD. He played hurt and got fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? D Rose, same shit. You know what I mean? So yeah, these players starting to look out for themselves. But um, damn, what the fuck was I talking about? I'm talking too much. It's all right, man. It's a podcast. But you know what I'm saying? I, I, I just feel like, <clears throat> damn, man, I had a point, man. Fuck. I hate when that happens, too. It's fucking terrible. It's fucking terrible. Fuck it, though. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? They tried to shit on Kawhi, man. Yeah. And Kawhi made that shit work. He could do what the fuck he want. Oh, I was talking about Drake. Okay. So Drake. Right. Enter Drake, right? You got players like Kyrie going to Brooklyn, right? Right. KD ain't finna play for another year and a half. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even if he get better in the year, he's still gonna have to take another year to kind of get up to speed. Oh, you think it's gonna be two seasons he's off? Not off, but he not gonna be full. You think he gonna lay up with with that kind of injury and just come right back? I think he gonna and, come back the season after next. He just, get this just, first just, season just, off. After then, that, nigga, we need you to get see, to that's, it. See, that's how people rush your ass back yeah, out there and then you nigga. fucking kill yourself. <laughs> shit. You know what if saying? he dies, come he on. dies. If he dies, see, that's how people be feeling and shit. Niggas is bloodthirsty. He might not be back for about a year and a half, dog. Y'all around here rushing he that, man. Be. You know what I'm saying? Because you get it, you get it, it healed, right. and then you got to train. You got to work it. Yeah. So... You bring in like somebody like Kawhi. Kawhi is high energy. He's somebody that will put asses in the seats. Kawhi is high energy. Yeah, as far as bringing, uh, like when he went to Boston, that shit energized Kyrie. Kyrie. Oh, you said Kawhi. No, Kyrie. I'm in Kyrie. Okay, yeah. Kyrie. When Kyrie went to Boston, it put asses in the seats. Mm -hmm. You feel, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers wanted to see that razzle dazzle. fresh off of a ring, too. You know what I'm saying? He razzle dazzle like a motherfucker. You want to see. crazy. You want to see Kyrie. He ain't the man who's going to run that shit, but you want to see him. Well, to your point, it's similar to what uh, he kind of went through the Kawhi Leonard thing. So, like, because when he left, when he wanted to trade from Cleveland, they traded his ass to Boston. He didn't want to go to Boston. So, supposedly, this is his first time ever being like, this is where I want to go. I'm cool with KD, Blase Skip. He wanted to get the hell out of Cleveland He wanted to get get out of Cleveland because he felt like a supporting act. And in Boston, he wasn't wasn't feeling it. He, He wasn't. He wasn't the man he thought he was as far as running the shit and taking the scrutiny at the same time. Right. He didn't. That's a bigger job oh, than what absolutely. it looked like. But he feels like, supposedly what he's saying now, because, you know, they, they ain't trying to get uh, Kyrie out of here with the whole locker room cancer. He don't like to work, whatever, whatever. Right. But his whole shit is, look, I'm home, or at least close to home, you right. know, Jersey or whatever. I'm home. I, this is what I wanted to do. Right. I'm about to I'm about to really right. show y'all how bad I really wanted this shit. So this right. could be, especially now that since KD is hurt, 
this could be a breakout year for Kyrie to get it, you know, at least be. build some excitement. He gonna he gonna build excitement. He gonna fill the arena because of who he is. Right. And how electric he plays. But see, the thing about it is you got think of Toronto. Mm-hmm. Who on that team builds that energy like that? Even with Kyrie coming in with, the beginning. With Kawhi for the for Kawhi. Kawhi going to Toronto in the beginning right. with the hurt foot on the load management. You know what yeah. I'm saying? On the no. the whole the whole reputation behind was you know what I'm saying you know you know you 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 kind of faking being hurt you know what I'm saying right, you trying right. to force a trade so we gonna send your ass we ain't gonna send you to L A we gonna send you up to Toronto right. yeah Drake brings the energy even though he didn't play uh-huh. him being in that building brought people to that building. He made it hot. You know what I'm saying? He made it hot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Him being there on the sideline and shit, the mascot and shit, he was the fucking, uh, he was the... He's the six man. He's a six man. He's the fucking marquee six man that, at that. That never played. You know right. what I'm saying? He brought the energy to the place. He made people come out wow. by the tickets. He just as important as a motherfucker who on the court that put asses in the seats. Right. And... And when you when you got a team that's playing, that's the the stadium is full, the energy is high, mm-hmm. that's a real important role. No. You know what I'm saying? And that added to that championship feel because you got a guy who's who's at the top of his game that can mm-hmm. bring people out. Notable. That's gonna be there every week as the ambassador. He signed on as the official ambassador and shit of well, the whole he fucking op- team. He opened the whole athletic center. That's what I'm saying. The OVO athletic center for the Raptors. That's what I'm saying. Which is crazy. I didn't even. I that's that's like I, that's the most besides Jay Z. That's the most enmeshed I've seen or. But it. I've seen a rapper or even just a fan get an NBA business. Like, he's in NBA business. He's part of the shit. You know what I'm saying? And a major part. And and, and so I don't think people give him enough credit for bringing bringing that energy to that arena and helping. Because... That energy helps you win games. Yeah. That energy helps your team. You know what I'm saying? Even if you got a bunch of good motherfuckers, but you ain't got that one sizzle player, and you you doing yeah. good, and you don't have that energy there, it could you know what I'm saying? It could work against you. Yeah. But when you got the energy, come on, man, come on, get that, give Drake his props, man. Fuck out of here. Toronto, hot. Not even just the Raptors. He made Toronto a destination. Right. You know what I mean? Like, let's be honest. Uh, so yeah, so you saying L.A. Yeah, Kawhi gonna go to L.A. Let LeBron get two years of playing Magic Johnson, three years maybe retire. Then he'll take over the Lakers, and it'll be him and AD. So you think with LeBron, AD, and uh, Kawhi? Uh, I think they still need a guard. I think they need some razzle dazzle, somebody who could bring that shit up the court and and drain the energy out of a the uh-huh. opponent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think LeBron should be running the point the whole game. Yeah. Not that I know basketball, but I've watched yeah, it I enough. I've watched LeBron enough to know he don't want to do that shit every play. Especially at this age. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, only running up and down the court as the point guard every play. That's right. a, that's a slow momentum ass game. That's funny. Well, we'll see. I <laughs> think he's gonna stay in Canada. That's yeah. my pick. That's what Why? I'm just. Uh. Just to be contrary, this really is not based on nothing. I could I could honestly see him going to LA, you know, and uh, you know, I was watching first take 
you know, I was listening to them. Because the thing is, mm-hmm. Kawhi got his, he got a chip over with uh, San Antonio. Then they sent his ass out to Toronto on some punishment shit. Then he got a chip there. Mm-hmm. So he's gotten two, at least one, but even two against all odds chips. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now if he goes to a like a super team like the rest of these cats, I don't think he's going to have the same level of scrutiny as like KD had. You know what I mean? Because KD, he didn't have any, he didn't have no rings under his belt. Mm-hmm. Fucking when he went to Golden State, Golden State had just won the chip. It was like, what are they? You know what I mean? So right. it was just, and he had gotten beat by them. Right. So it just looks a little like he's he's it. It kind of looks like it undermines the fact that he's a fucking one of the best players in the NBA. Yeah. But it, it makes him look like a ring chaser. Right. Whereas with Kawhi, he got two rigs that he got the hard way, and he like man. <laughs> All the rings is the hard way. Right. The rings but, don't come easy. The ring but, he got you with, them, but you let them tell it. But, people to say KD's ring came easy, which is bullshit. Right. But you let them tell it specifically for KD. It probably did, but right or even even but, they went for LeBron with the but, super team. But the the ring um, he Kawhi got at San Antonio. Uh-huh. That was the year when they turned the AC off in the stadium. Right you when LeBron saying? cramped up. When he cramped up, like who, how do you, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, a, little, it was it's a, little, a lot of hard work getting yeah, the ring. Yeah. Cha- being a champion in the NBA in any sport really. Ain't no easy road, no right. matter who the fuck you is. You know what I'm saying? So, but my point is, you know, a lot of this shit is definitely shaped by how fans see you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's reports that KD felt like he was a, a distant second to Steph Curry as far as people fucking with him. Right, because it was already Steph team. You know it was already. That's what my point is. It's already Steph team. If Kawhi was to go to LA, first of all, it's not it's it's LeBron's team because LeBron is the OG still. Mm-hmm. But it ain't no it's not LeBron's team because it wasn't like they was doing damage last season. He's been there there. It's still LeBron's well, well, team. You know it was a rebuild. You know it's what I'm a saying? rebuild, but it wasn't like he had no contenders with him. He had a bunch of young cats. True indeed. But what I'm saying is it wasn't like he was cooking with grease. And y'all niggas is jumping in. You still, we need you. Right. So this help is is necessary. Whereas, right. you could argue, Golden State didn't necessarily need KD. KD needed Golden State. That's how that's how they right. framing it. Right. That's and how that, they frame it. You know what I mean? That, and that, that, and that, that, KD's a bad motherfucker. But see the thing about KD, a lot of this shit. Well, I was talking about this earlier. A lot of this this perception shit. It's very hard to be that number one guy that everybody looks at. And that's like a phenomenon that happened after Jordan. Right. Like, after Jordan, everybody was looking for the next Jordan. Right. Like, even in the Jordan era, it was like teams. You know what I'm saying? You had the Pistons who had, you know what I'm saying, a bunch of motherfuckers that you knew. L.A. had a bunch of motherfuckers that you knew. You know what I'm saying? It was like when when the Knicks had Ewan, you know what I'm saying? So, after Jordan... After the marketing of Jordan as the superhero. As bigger than the team. Bigger than all this shit. Mm-hmm. Even though he, he wasn't doing shit. He was doing ballet until motherfucking Pippen came. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he was looking good out there, but you know what I'm saying? It was, it was hard work. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it that ain't no easy fucking shit. And KD just, he don't have that personality. 
mm-hmm. that 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 forces you to look at him as that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He he he's a beast and he going he going to do his motherfucking job, but he just ain't that motherfucker with the personality and the marketing and all that shit and he just KD. He like a regular dude that has a supernatural talent. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and in this game, a lot of that it it's like in order to to have that shit on you and to take over the whole shit, you gotta have that little extra shit that I don't really know what the magic sauce is. Right. LeBron came here with that shit. You know what I'm saying? King James. You mean shit? He he was dealing with supernatural shit in high school. Right. You know what I mean? KD probably was. Everybody probably was, but it's just like at a higher level. Yeah, you know some people saying? handle it differently. Yeah, and LeBron didn't yeah. seem as affected as KD was right. by the like the media takes. Right, you you can't. You, he, LeBron stood right in that light and stayed there. You know what I'm saying? I seen. Shout out to my man uh, Kazim. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. My man Kaz though. Uh, <clears throat> he tweeted some shit where he was like, he's a super um, basketball fan. He was like. Uh, NBA Twitter truly trolled KD off of the Warriors, which is a championship team. Like, it really, I mean, I don't know if you could all the way give it to them, but they played a part. They played a part. They played a part. But, you know, I read, like, again, I'm not an insider. I'm not an insider. But I read a couple of articles. This, see, the thing about it is, I paid more attention to the free agency than I did to the season. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You like the moving and the shaking. It's just interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like deals being made. You know what I'm saying? This is shaping. This is reshaping the NBA. Mm. We're watching the NBA change right in front of our eyes. And a lot of that has to do with what LeBron has done with his career. Right. You know what I'm saying? How he moved. But um, it's a lot of internal shit with the team. You know what I'm saying? It was like one of them, one of the motherfuckers – Executives at the team, you know what I'm saying, kind of shaded him on a comment, you know what I'm saying, the way he probably felt like, damn, that's how y'all feel about me right. and shit. You know what I mean? Then the fans was already supporting Steph, you know what I'm saying? He went MVP, but they chant MVP when Steph at the line. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He probably feeling it in the arena like, ah, damn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit, I, I just saved y'all motherfuckers, but okay. Mm. Did he save him? I mean, them seasons, DCs, when he was on the team, shit, he was, yeah, hell yeah. And not that he, he, he fucking went and coddled them and shit, but it wasn't like he was not a factor. He was a major He's, factor in them winning and shit. But the fucked up part is, when you was winning before, you could always pull that, well, yeah, nigga, we was winning before they were losing you. losing before, too. They lost, they lost one, too, before he came. Yeah, they lost one, you know but they saying? didn't lose one right after. Immediately after they won, the nigga KD jumped over there. Right, but you know what I'm saying? It it, it won. So it's tough with KD there. It was undeniable, dog. Of course. What you gonna do? You got Clay. You got Steph. You got you know what I'm saying? Draymond. You got right. Fuck all that. You got Iguodala. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Who was really who when they won that first one, mm-hmm. won the MVP. Clutch. People don't talk about that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They talk about style, but Igor Dow got the MVP because he was putting in that work. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the, the 224 group But chat. they got that down Igor Dow out of that, though. Them niggas talking Nigga, like sports know, he, agents. He wrote that book 
talking too much. They said recently, gotta, yeah, his book just came out. Yeah, you got. Oh, that. I saw him on the uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah. I didn't know that's what he was. Talking about. Oh, so he's he's talking some crazy shit. Not crazy, but he he he's, telling some. He talking real shit about man. the business of the right. NBA. I saw his interview. I fuck with it with Dollar. I like how his 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 head. He got good head on his shoulders. Yeah, and then so that may like. Like I said, I'm did a, he I'm retire? A, no, he. They just traded his ass. Oh, is that because I saw somebody mm-hmm. said we love you, Andre? There was a photo of him. He I thought either tra- he retired no, or he, he what, got traded like yesterday. What they trade him to? Um, somewhere. Oh, Siberia. Ig- Iguodala. <laughs> but it's okay. He got three rings. He, he good. good. He, he good. He's going to. The, he should be a Hall of Fame nigga. So he good. Ain't no. Ain't no trip. Mm. But that's how it go. Ain't no love. Everybody talking about what you know. The players going here and there, shit like they supposed to stay in one place and be loyal, right? But these motherfuckers shipping cats out of that man. Look at is Isaiah Thomas, man. He played through his sister death. You know what I'm saying? Got hurt, came back early and shit. He probably fucked his whole career up coming back early to to help Boston get to where they got to, and then they. You know what I'm saying? He he could, was eligible for the you know the hundred million dollar deal, and they just traded the motherfucker up out of there, man. Now he on the damn near league minimum at Washington right now. Cold game. You know bro. what I'm saying? It's hard. It's fucked up. So bro. if you got the opportunity to get it, these cats is like, man, you better get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the LeBron theory. Get yeah. it if you can. Shit. Shout out to LeBron. He didn't change that game up. You know what I'm saying? MVP, Rich Paul. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That whole shit. Now he got Space Jam. You know what? You might lose $4 million on the deal. You know what I'm saying? But, right, hey, come on. Do Space Jam. I'll get it back to you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Curious to see how that does. It's going to be dope. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? You got Terrence Nance directing and shit straight out of, you know what I'm okay. saying, straight from the hood. Yeah, so it like, should be interesting. It should be, it should be wild because like, Terrence Nance is wild. Terrence Nance got a crazy mind. And, right. And he, he do real wild shit. But for them to take the chance, you know, you got Ryan Kluger producing. But for them to take the chance on Terrence right. directing. He going to put his foot in it. That's, 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 that's some real, that don't happen. You know what I'm saying? That don't happen. You don't. You know what I'm saying? You don't get black producers saying, "Hey, we gonna get this black guy. He gonna direct this shit and this hundred some million dollar movie. We this our guy." It's happening that's now. A, there's a lot of pressure in doing that, right? Because like, if he fuck up, you're like. But you know what? He got the best producer because your man just came off a of fucking Black Panther yeah. billion dollar situation, so he know when them studios is calling. Right. With that. With that motherfucking. Uh, that unrest or that anxiety, right? He know how to handle it, so that's a great, right. a great mentor to have. I'm just and, curious, and, and, and it happened for him because he went from from Creed to right Black Panther, right? That's what I'm saying. I, my thing is, I'm just curious as to, uh, I mean, LeBron star is bright, and obviously Jordan. I'm curious if there's gonna be any. Uh, any Jordan integration uh, in the movie, in the movie, in the you know marketing, in the LeBron. movie or the marketing or the torch passing or whatever. Because the thing about it is, I know we in the retro era and everything, and we in the year of the reboot. I'm sure you saw that Instagram meme with all of those old movies, which are new movies on the. Um, do you see that shit? Mm. It was like Toy Story, Child's Play. There's like five movies that have been redone, mm-hmm. but they're all out at the same time. So it made you look like you was looking at 1994. Oh, wow. 
But uh, so we in the we in the era of the reboot. You know, Lion King's being rebooted. Uh, and I'm saying this because one again, shout out to the 224 group chat because again, I'm like the least qualified to talk about sports. I saw. I think I saw, I'm pretty sure I saw Space Jam. I don't think I saw that shit in the movies because I'm not like a super basketball cat. I remember it being a thing because, oh shit, Michael Jordan's in a movie with the Looney Tune motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. And it was Michael Jordan in a movie with Bugs Bunny and it was, you know, it was cool. I'm curious if it's gonna be as cool this time. Like, are people gonna be as excited? I'm. I, that's what, all I'm asking. Were you excited about it when it came out? The no. Person? So what the fuck doesn't matter to you? You ain't gonna know. You can't but judge just, it. That's what I. I just what I opened with. I said, yo, I'm not the person to really gauge it because when it first started, I was. I might have seen that shit on cable. I remember it being a, a thing. I don't uh, remember it. But my point is, I don't remember it being a blockbuster. It might have been. I more so remember it being like it was. Uh, it was it was going into another genre. It was more about wow, Michael Jordan, who's an NBA star, is in a movie, but not just a movie, but an animated movie with the Looney Tunes. This is a cool collab. This is different. This is some wild right. shit. I, I'm it, it, it impacted uh. culturally, but my question is: Is that shit going to hit again? That's all. Listen, listen, man. When that shit, when the first one came out, man, I didn't give a fuck. I was I was in college. It was actually I was in New York for the first time, ninety two when that shit came out. I'm doing grown people shit, trying to get some pussy and all that type shit. Right. And and I didn't want even the best shit came out of Space Jam to me was the damn Bugs Bunny Jordan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was the best shit. That was it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So obviously it's not in my demo, I'm not, you know what I'm saying, no, you know, real shit I'm trying to look at. But I think it will be bigger this time with the advent of social media, all the hype that's going around it now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. I guess the target market is, I don't know, kids and shit. I don't know. We'll see. I, that's and my families, point. Family, it's a family movie. Cause, so, you know. So I'm looking at it. When it came out, it came out in 96. The budget was eighty million dollars, and it did two hundred thirty million. So obviously, yeah, it made a, money. It was a success, right? Uh, two hundred thirty million. No, I ninety six. I'm sure that's that's a that's deep, like five hundred million a day. Yeah, I'm just curious. It, it's a big. It was a big. It's a big thing though. Because I know. I mean, it's a big thing because it's. I, we got to be honest with the fact that it's a big thing, really, because it's a. It's a Jordan. It's a it's a it's almost a retro of a Jordan without Jordan. It's a it's it's a big thing because it was Jordan. It was mm-hmm. a heritage thing. He he created the whole Space Jam thing because he was Michael Jordan. That was Looney Tunes. This mm-hmm. was the collab. It was Space Jam. It was wild. It's something different. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be the same thing? I see a lot of people that are like Lakers fans that feel a certain type of way about the fuck is LeBron shooting a movie for and the Lakers are trash. What's going on here? So there, Wait, wait, wait. So there huh. might be some resentment on that. And to that point, like when you say, well, who is the, who is the target on some young kids? 
are the young kids as inspired mm. by LeBron James as they were by Michael Jordan? Nah. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, is I'm, it's a question mark for me. Listen, it don't brother. feel like a, just a straight-ahead slam dunk. Pardon the pun. But it just don't feel like nah. it's going to be guaranteed. Listen, brother. LeBron James, Men in black tank. LeBron James has fans all over the world, one. LeBron James is, you know, down there, he has been, whether he's a polarizing figure or a, uh, a celebrated figure, has been that since he entered the league. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, all eyes have been on that motherfucker since he came into this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. So whatever he's doing as a business and launching their, their studio, you know what I'm saying, with Warner Brothers, this is their first major film as far as a feature film. Uh -huh. And you go at the, I, I think it's very smart what they're doing in their whole business and and focusing directly on what it is that they're strong as that. Basketball, mm -hmm. sports. And if you're going to do a basketball movie feature film, why not reboot the, you know what I'm saying, one of the most popular, one of the ones that made the most money? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's going to not make the money. It's going to make the money. It's going to resonate with people because LeBron resonates with people. Whether we like it or, or not, you know what I'm saying, he resonates with people. And because he resonates with people, Jordan resonated with people, but just because the nature of this era Commercially, mm -hmm. it's the it's an opportunity to be even bigger than what it was when Jordan was doing it because it wasn't as a as natural back then as it is now. Yeah, I hear you. you know what I'm saying. So, and then when you say you know the Lakers was trash, I mean, I personally I think you know what I'm saying. LeBron probably felt like y'all didn't get me the pieces that I needed. You know what I'm saying. I'm not finna work, do do all the work that I know how to do to fucking carry these little motherfuckers. I don't like the coach. I don't like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't give me no support and cast. I'm a chill. I don't even think the motherfucker was hurt for real myself personally, but that's just me. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He probably like, let me go recruit. <laughs> let me get this shit together. Mm -hmm. And when we get this shit together next year, Watch, watch, watch how different it looked this year when he got a real motherfucker. I don't think he, he watch. Why I, I think it's gonna be a different look with a real motherfucker standing next to him. He might, he might have to ball hard to promote that movie. Um, <clears throat> we'll see, we'll see. I'm just, I just see it as a as a question mark. It might, it might work out. Uh, we'll see. I, I wouldn't bet against it though. Yeah, I, and I will say this. Myself. I will say this. If I had to uh, rate acting basketball players, I think LeBron is higher than Jordan. So there's that. LeBron actually is a pretty good. Uh, he did remember the LeBrons when he had the little uh, the campaign where he was all his whole family and mm -hmm. shit. He was good in that. He was pretty but, good in train wreck. But see, but another thing people don't give LeBron credit for. This a forgotten factoid in basketball history mm. is that they use LeBron's good image to help Kobe reshore his image after the rape trial. Explain that. No, you don't. You don't see. See, you see how people forget. But when the rape trial shit happened, what they did to bring Kobe back was. They brought the puppets. Remember the puppets? Mm. LeBron and fucking Kobe. Little Penny. Uh -huh. No, LeBron and it was LeBron and Kobe. 
Oh, and the house, like there was roommates, like Ernie and Burton shit, and they was fussing. Uh, and then Kobe was like, "You ain't got no rings," you know what I'm saying? Uh, that was the the Nike campaign, uh, you know what I'm saying? ESPN did a documentary that I haven't seen ever since. It was just after that shit blew over, you ain't heard about that shit since. Uh, where it was like Kobe Bryant, it was a documentary on Kobe talking about his friendship with LeBron. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like they was like, like I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like a buddy movie or something? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Mm. You know what I'm saying? But they used LeBron's good image mm-hmm. to help bring Kobe back into the fold after the rape trial. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he know what the fuck's happening, man. We're gonna see. I mean, LeBron is definitely out there in the entertainment space. You know, he man, he it's not. That. He I'm honestly, that shit, dog. Honestly, my my uh, my question isn't really. For LeBron, it's just is the Space Jam thing still moving like that? But we'll see. Man, we'll they see. promoting this shit every day. All them other characters come. Every major, all the big niggas in the NBA gonna be in there. Oh, Draymond they? in there, AD in there. Okay. Come on, man. Right. People going to see that shit, man. Right. Don't act like these people ain't got no star power. I'm not saying all of that. I'm just man. saying, hey man, you what? might not go see it because you don't give a fuck. Hold on. You ain't no sports motherfucker. You ain't into Bugs Bunny. I don't even know if Bugs Bunny in this shit. Uh, he need to be. If, how Bugs the fuck Bunny Bugs Bunny ain't in? I don't know. I don't know what the plot is. I don't know shit. They they just I just know LeBron shooting the shit. I say this. Um, let me see. Is Bugs Bunny even hot still? That that that's all you, know you said. Everything I'm saying. You, know you said everything I'm but saying. LeBron, okay, well let's LeBron look at this. Uncle Drew, wait, Uncle Drew had a budget of eighteen million. and did forty six million. So yeah, come we, on, that ain't even month. the same fucking shit. That ain't even in the same category. It's not in the same category, it's but it's in a. Stop it's, it. It's some basketball. Nobody wanted to talk a lot about, of basketball players listen, in that. Nobody shit. was talking about the production of Uncle Drew. Why was before it was being shot? While it was being shot? None of that shit. Because I think uh, Kyrie who, was actually was out the, there winning the championship. But who was the current fucking superstar on that movie? That's Kyrie. That's it. Yeah. Oh, you said who else? Yeah. Who else? Current superstars? Yeah, or that just, was current. It wasn't. I don't think no, there was any other currents. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. It ain't see. the same shit, dog. We're gonna stop, see, man. Stop it, We're gonna man. see, man. Stop it. We're gonna you see. You think Disney gonna promote they movie like they promoted Uncle Drew? Hey, man. We're gonna see. All Come I'm saying on, is we're gonna see. I don't think it's a guaranteed W. That's all I'm saying. Ain't nothing guaranteed. I'm gonna keep it funky and go even further. I know I'm out of line because I've never seen the first one. <sighs> no, I'm not gonna say go that. Ahead, I was going to say. Don't stop I was going to say no because I'm I'm don't really wilding. I'm well, really wilding. It ain't nothing but a podcast. Nah, but we I'm can really come back and take no. it all back next week. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I was about to say, but I know better. I was about to say that this Lion King reboot might not do all the numbers hey, it's going to. Hey man, I would but, worry more about that than the Space Jam. Oh, you bugging now. You bugging. You know what I'm saying? I think because the Lion King got more momentum than Space Jam. I can't tell. I don't know. I can't brother. tell. I don't know. I can't tell. Right, well, everybody, everybody, everybody seen the um, Lion the, King the, the is preview. a preview. Lion King is, is it's the same fucking story. It ain't no sequel. Uh-huh. It's the same shit right. with, with a new drawing. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the drawings look way too real. The shit look a little different. Like, no. it's going to take a lot to get used to. So you trying to tell me. I'm trying to tell you. You think Space Jam 2 is going to do better than the Lion King reboot? I didn't say that. 
I ain't say that. That's I'm, all just, I'm, I'm saying. just saying that, that you the, said you feel like that is a little bit more questionable than the Space Jam I said, Two reboot. As far as the heat on it, I don't, as far as the I heat, don't, I can't they, see that. Like the fucking the fucking Space Jam don't come out for two years. Is it two years? Yeah, fucking mm-hmm. twenty two. And That's they talk about and it right Le- now. And LeBron might be, you know, he might be washed. It's washed. How you going to be washed? He's just going to end his career. Washed? He ain't going to never be washed. Not washed, but you know, over. He ain't going to be over. over in two years. He, he be, might not be playing. I mean, he's going to be walking it? it down, yes. But at the end of Jordan's career, what did Nike do when they when Jordan started walking it down, man? They started promoting him. As, they started promoting his legacy. That's like people were before people was talking about Jordan like that. Nike was promoting him like that, right? You know what I'm saying? They was they was promoting his legacy when he started walking down. You think Nike ain't? You think they ain't setting LeBron's walk down? That's this whole AD shit. He could have been like any other motherfucker. Got traded to a team with bad management and and just faded on off his last three years and shit. Right. Nah, they made that shit work. They right. put all the fucking resources into making that fucking trade work so that his walk down and his legacy shit is gonna end smoothly because the Nike know their business relies on that shit. Mm-hmm. Watch how his image watch how his image change between now and the next three years. By the time that movie come out he gonna have a whole nother image. Watch. Alright we'll see. I will say this. And me and too. I, I'm gonna have a whole new image too by the time that shit come out. I'm gonna say uh, one thing that we should remind ourselves is uh, Jordan was in the midst of uh, two three-peats when Space Jam came out. Alright what the fuck? No 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 no. What the fuck, no, 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 no. the what the fuck do does that mean? That means two, re- two three-peats. What nigga. the fuck they got doing anything? What the hell? Everything. Nigga, that's heat. That's heat. You in the middle of your second three-peat versus you a motherfucker or the stack team that's in his decline that might have got a chip. Hopefully, maybe this could be your maybe this could be a nice run. So you saying LeBron ain't got no heat. I'm not saying he don't you got no LeBron heat. LeBron ain't got no heat. I'm saying things Get the fuck differently. Out. LeBron things ain't got no heat. AD ain't got no heat. Draymond ain't got no heat. Man, come on, brother. Draymond. Brother, listen, man. Nobody going to the listen, movies man. for Draymond. The man. movie, the movie, the movie back then, yes, it, it, it took that back then. Today, motherfucker could get on the internet, get hot real easy. You know what I'm saying? Right, we'll I see. think I, I think, think with with what's going on today is a lot different than what was going on then. Right, we'll and see. I and and if if you discount LeBron's heat that he has on his name and and the ability to bring and put some motherfucking asses in the seats, I'm tripping. I'm talking about I'm talking about movie theater seats. I'm talking about Space Jam. They gonna go Space now, Jam heat movie theater seats. A LeBron might be popping still. Listen, dog. Basketball wise, two years from now, it's listen, gonna be dog. a different LeBron than it was '96. Jordan. So all I'm he saying, he might be in the midst of a three peat. He shit might, drop. but I, so, we will but, see. But listen, brother. Listen, we'll brother, see. Listen, listen. It's all gonna depend on the execution of the project. Uh-huh. If the project is executed and right. it's a good story and a good movie. Right. You know what I'm saying? They have enough tools in this day and age. They already promoting it. You know what I'm saying? They 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 you know what I'm saying? They already it's already in the lexicon of oh, AD getting his extra 4 million from Space Jam. 
You know what I'm saying? Right now, they already talking about, you think they ain't finna put the extra sauce on the market? Man, it's 2020, dog. We're going to see. 2022, dog. Come on, bro. All I'm saying is It's, it's going to have heat. I ain't worried about the heat. Right. LeBron, LeBron could not play another game, you know what I'm saying, and still have heat. Right. Because that's he's been he is he is a force. We're gonna see. We gonna see if it does all right or not, man. You don't care if it does all right. I mean matter. I mean I'm not truly invested either way, so I hope it does well for yeah. LeBron's sake. But my point is I wouldn't be surprised if it just is. It comes and it, it comes and goes, or if it's something that's like discovered in the aftermarket. I'm just wondering, brother. I I think I, I even, could be even, I, like I said. If, I could be totally if, wrong. There's a lot of kids in the NBA. Even if culturally it comes and goes, culturally, that shit gonna do the numbers they trying to get to. Yeah, watch. Yeah. And that's really at the end of the day, that's all they trying to do anyway. That's true. I mean, and again, like back to the thing. It don't even have to be. Does have to do gangbusters. It's gonna do numbers, man. Uh, it's gonna uh, do numbers. It's it's set up to do numbers, uh, unless it just sucks. And I don't think Ryan Coogler, LeBron, LeBron them ain't put out no fucked up product yet in the entertainment space. Hmm. You know what okay. I'm saying? Uh, Ryan Coogler ain't put out no fucked up product yet. So I don't see it being fucked up, dog. I think it's gonna be a win, and it's a big win for for black storytellers, dog. It's a big win for Terrence Nance. It's a big win for Ryan Coogler. It'll be a big win for LeBron and Spring Hill Entertainment, Maverick, and all the motherfuckers. Everybody, it's a lot of motherfuckers win, and vicariously a nigga like me win. Well, I hope it all works out. I'm just saying, it don't to me. I'm not. I just said it don't feel like an easy layup. It feels like it could. I'm curious to see how it does. I'm curious to see what the response is going to be in the market based on that. And obviously, there's a lot of moving parts. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, LeBron has a lot of momentum at this point. And again, like I said, I'm not talking about LeBron. I think LeBron has the most heat out of everybody. But I think the Space Jam uh, franchise, it was one and done. It was dope for a moment, nostalgia-wise, and nostalgia's being pimped. My goal, I'm my, just my question is, are the motherfuckers going to be that interested? You like, weren't interested in the first Space Jam. And that's part, that's that's what I'm part of so, what I said. So the, the Space Jam franchise falls in a lane that is not really... Who who we are, you know what I'm saying? It's a odd fucking lane in the beginning. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, a basketball fan and cartoons and shit like that. That ain't really, you know what I'm saying? Us. That's a that's a a fans place. That's like a a weird ass, you know what I'm saying? White kid space man. All right. That's what you say. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. That shit ain't like juice and boys in the hood and you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? It ain't even like coming to America, none of that. It's it's that's a whole space that is not even in our it ain't even in our world. That's a whole nother one too. I'm kinda like uh they could have kinda kept this whole coming to America sequel, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Be worried about that. Yeah, man. Anyway, um, 
What else do I want to talk to y'all about before we transform up out of here, man? Me and my lady been, uh, <clears throat> we, you know, looking for, we got a new little show to watch. We're fucking with Chernobyl. We on some Chernobyl and chill, <laughs> which is, uh, <laughs> so far we only two episodes in and I've heard this shit is intense, but I hear it's a hell of a show. And uh, <clears throat> so far, so good. It's pretty interesting. So I keep y'all posted on that Chernobyl. I uh, watched um, I watched this movie Yardy. Oh, I watched Yardy with uh, yeah, you know, directed by movie. Idris Yeah, yeah, I watched Yardy. Man, I Johnny. like that shit. I it mean, was cool. it was a little loose in certain parts, cool. but the the most of the the thing about it is that I didn't I I forgot how. Like that style of reggae is so entrenched in my life, you know what I'm saying? Because the neighborhood I lived in, uh-huh. we had mad Jamaicans, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? So, like Super Cat and this cat, this cat Skang Dun, he owned the label Skang Dun Records. Uh-huh. Super Cat was signed to him. Okay, Skang Dun owned the Texaco that was like right in my hood, you know oh, what I'm wow. saying? So all them used to be up there, like Super Cat and the Super Link. Cat, all them you know, used to be up there. Then you had Granny B's, the little jerk spot. They all okay. they owned that whole little situation. And then when you go into the flea market, like anytime you know, we bought our gold chains and our records, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying. You bought that shit from the flea market or the silk shirts, all that shit, fish hats. You mm-hmm. bought all that shit at the flea market. Mm-hmm. When you go in the flea market, you hear that kind of so reggae. So it's a stall. That's that reggae you hear. Like that roots. Yeah, that 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 uh that that late seventies eighties uh-huh. dance hall, like right. the early then Yellow Man right. and shit like that. Sixty four, forty six. Yeah, gotta be M W. Oh yeah, with the deep bass and that shit. Do 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 that type shit. Yeah. Get flat, yeah. all that, and I, you know, what I'm saying it's like being, like, like, like when you live in a space where you not, like, I wasn't in their culture, mm-hmm. but it's just played like a backdrop in my life because it was so pronounced. Yeah, it's just you hear it right. everywhere you go. You hear it. It's always Jamaicans around. Right. You know, what I'm saying it just wasn't my culture, but. When I watched that movie, I'm like, oh, shit. I felt like, you know what I'm saying? It brought it into It brought it focus. all back. It was like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm part of that shit. I just wasn't in it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, the looks. Like, a lot of my style come from Jamaican shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, like, I was the nigga. I wore Jordans and all this shit, but I also wore Clarks and Pallies and right. shit. Right. Which, a lot of Jamaicans, like, Jamaican niggas wore right. that shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, so... Little travel fox action. I ain't wear no travel fox. That's way. That's deep Jamaican. That was, that's deep Jamaican. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They 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 kind of look too plasticky. I don't think <laughs> the leather was leather. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I ain't fuck with the travel fox. But Clarks and Bally's uh-huh. uh-huh. was you know what I'm saying? I was on that shit. Right. Like to the point where when I come in the calf, niggas would be just they'll, they'll see me coming in when I got on some Clarks or something. They'd be like, hilarious. They have no words. They just come with the baseline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, man. so it just threw it back to like, damn. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's that's like, I had to go pull up all them songs, dog, and play them because I'm like, oh, that's my shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Like even even when at the skating ring when we was growing up, ghetto style DJs, Luke Luke is Jamaican, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? He he oh, wow. he yeah. like Liberty City Jamaican, but he's Jamaican. Okay. So ghetto style would play those records in the midst with all the regular records. Right. You know what I'm saying? You play PSK and Two Loud Crew right. and and then it's gonna be a whole set of get flat, like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then they'll be DJing on top of that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's part of my whole shit, and I forgot. Like, you know what I mean? Right. That's that's one of them shits I had forgot. It was like in the recesses of definitely, my mind. Definitely, no, I hear you. It's definitely always there's omnipresence. Not only is it like reggae Jamaican culture, it's also like speaker culture. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they show you what you can do with some speakers. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, I saw I saw uh, Yardy. It was cool. It was fun to watch. I, I'm happy. You know. Yeah, was, I mean, it was a little loose in certain parts. It was but, a little, I was a little upset with my man, like the who, main character. He was who, just the, bugging. The Johnny, guy. he was doing too much. He was like, he was just taking too many liberties. He was a wild, loose cannon ass. Right. I got to send you. I don't want to fuck up the whole shit, but I got to send you over here, right. over yonder, right. to get you out of some shit. And now when you get to yonder, you over there. You with the bullshit. It's like, yeah. man, but... Uh, I, I don't think, you know what I'm saying... I think as a first time director, Idris, this thing he didn't hit it out the park, but I think it's a solid. You know, so if we, if we didn't know him as Idris, if he wasn't such a big star as Idris, mm. it would be like a classic, like you know what I'm saying, like you know Shatas or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Where you didn't, you didn't look at it and it's like, oh, this Idris shit, it got to be top notch. I think they they held like the culture part of it down. I thought like the like when they were like at the dance hall, mm-hmm. those were the best scenes. Mm-hmm. Everything else, shit was shot cool. The storytelling was a little all over the place. It was shot cool. The definitely the performance scenes that yeah. was like the highlight. It reminded me of like um, did you remember when uh what's the Baz Lerman joint that was on Netflix, the Nelson George shit uh to get down, mm-hmm. like when to get down. It was kind of all over the place still, but when they was in the jam, that shit was like, okay, they did it. They served it just, you felt like you was right there. Right, right, right. I think to that point of where you were saying shotters and shit like that, like, I think if you didn't know it was Idris, right. the fact that like that market is so underserved right. that you get a feature length shit that's like devoted to right. reggae and Jamaica, Right. It's gonna get put on the bookshelf because right. motherfuckers ain't doing that. So there's that. But yeah, it would have been kind of ill if it was a little stronger. And that's only based because we fucking with it because it's Idris. Right, because it's Idris. Because if it was if it was some indie dude, you'd be yeah, like, okay, okay, okay. Because okay. okay. the music was tight. Yeah, the music was tight. You know what I'm saying? It, it looked good. Yeah, it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no bullshit. Nah, it's just like. Because it's Idris, you you wanted to hit like a you wanted to hit like a, a top notch film. My guy, though, I mean it was good. What I was I was one thing that impressed me. My man, the white dude that played uh, what's his name, Rico. Mm-hmm. That's my man that played. Did you ever see Boardwalk Empire? Some of it. I he was uh, Al Capone on Boardwalk Empire. Oh, wow. okay. I was like, oh shit, look at my man Al Capone playing a fucking a Jamaican white guy. 
And it was it was alright. It wasn't right. it wasn't terrible. And then that's the whole thing about that Jamaican shit. Like you you might get a Jamaican white yeah. guy that'd be like a white guy that really be talking Jamaican. Right. Or a Chinese guy that really be Jamaican. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the shit. That's how that shit really be. Yeah. Shout out to Yardy. Uh you see anything else? Um, that's what I saw this week. Um my wife now watching that euphoria shit. Okay. I seen pieces of that. I ain't into that shit. I don't really like watching teenagers. What's supposed to be teenagers be doing all that shit? It's a little it feel weird. To it's me. a little weird. It's a little weird. It's uh, I've seen uh, with the first. I guess it was three episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's all right. There's some moments where like stylistically, it's shot interesting. It's like an interesting. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting in the way that it's shot. Like when they supposedly getting high, they mm-hmm. do all the little fluorescent shit and whatever. I'm like, all right. Yeah. It's always interesting to see how people interpret uh, getting, getting high. high. <laughs> you know what I mean? In, in film and shit like that. It's the first time I've really ever seen Zendaya, Zendaya act in anything. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not from the Disney, her Disney generation. She, she totally went to the left on the Disney. Yeah, show. this is like a super departure right, for her, but I, I, I respect that. Yeah, it's, it's a power move. It's right. like, I'm right. all the way over here with it. Yeah. So it's cool. It's interesting. It's, you know what I'm saying? I know that the people playing the parts are, are adults, grown, but are it's adults, weird. But it's just, it's just weird being in a high school space and they right. re- they really just showing air. You know what I'm saying? Well, a lot of dicks and shit on the right. screen. What right. the it's fuck wild. is going on? I was like, Man. it's wild. But I kind of think like if I was in high school, yeah, if would I, I in, fuck with it? Would I be like, okay, these right. motherfuckers keeping it one hundred? Right, 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 you know right, right, right. So, um, yeah. You know I mean, I get it. I haven't watched it yet, though. I haven't yeah. peeped it yet. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's more like uh, I can't really call it. Like, I, I do see what you're saying. I, I feel that, again, like I said, some of the cinematography is interesting or whatever. The storytelling is is kind of cool. The performances I, is all right. As it still hasn't pulled me in. Like, I don't right. feel... Uh, I don't feel uh, invested in I, really any of the characters. See, at this for point. me, I think what they're doing, they 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 leaning a lot on the style. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's almost like, uh, you know what I'm saying? White folks belly and shit. You know mm. what I'm saying? The way they be shooting the shit. Mm. But and then they jump from shock value to shock value through the scenes. You mm. know what I'm saying? At least from what the way I see it. I, right. Like I'm trying to follow along, but you know what I'm saying? The one. The, the main character guy who's like kind of crazy and shit right. he doing all kind of wild shit yeah. he fucking with reckless abandon you yeah. know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying beating motherfuckers up mm-hmm. doing all I mean just, they just jumping from wild shit to wild shit mm-hmm. just the you know, I don't know if it's for the shock or it's a lot of shock it's a lot of shock it's a lot of wow like it's going crazy but it's not rooted in any real story right like okay we know homegirl is you know she's right. addict she's dealing with addiction or whatever she cool with these people these are the people that like populate her her world right but it's it still hasn't made me be like i, I hope homeboy no, you know what i mean like, like for me i think um I aligned it with All American, the show All American. Uh, to, to, uh, uh, homie, uh, what's my man's name? Uh, yeah, your guy. Uh, what's his, don't say his name. I don't know his name. Love Jones, not Love Jones. Uh, he follow everybody on Twitter. 
uh, what? all up the uh now I'm gonna get it. Don't even say his name. He's in Brown Sugar. He was in um Tay Best Diggs. Man, Tay Dix. He follow everybody on Twitter. He follows everybody. <laughs> Look, he might be following you, he dog. Follow he follow me. me. He follow every he follows like thousands of motherfuckers but as well. All American without all the wild shit. Right. It's that same kind of feel. But it has a a, a a a story that you could follow along with. I gotta you know check that out. I started one episode. I didn't get all the way through it. I watched I, I watched the whole shit. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Shout out to Rob Hardy. Rob Hardy shot the pilot okay. for for All American, so he okay. was very instrumental on on the way it looks and you know I many shit like that. Uh-huh. And and um, you know, I, I worked with him helping him get the Nipsey record in that first episode. Oh, that's yo. Speaking of Nipsey. Uh, I don't know if you heard, uh, you know, uh, Mustard put out his album Perfect Ten or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nipsey got a record on that shit that's fire. I it's heard. like I mean, yeah, you know, this motherfucker, he did it. Was, it was one of them. Th- it was one of them joints. I don't, I don't say people prepare to die because nobody prepares to die, right. especially tragically. But. Uh, he was so on message that, right. like, you know what I mean? Like, and he's, it's like when Pac died and right, then Pac, right, Pac, like, his shit was so self-aware and reflect. You're like, God damn. Like, you know what I mean? Be like that, man. It be like that because it's the energy. It's how you, it's what your life is. And right. It's what it is. But it's a, it's a really good, it's a really good record. Right. But that so, particular song, I ain't listened to the whole album, but I, that particular song is, is tough. But. You know, but even after working working on that little piece of the show, I didn't watch it until the crazy shit is I watched, I binged it right. the weekend that Nip got killed. Mm-hmm. I finished it that morning. You know what I'm saying? Which was crazy because it was all based in South Central. A lot of that shit, he, you know what I'm saying, quietly influenced a lot of, of how that shit was shot. Nipsey? Yeah. Well, that's dope. Because he was the one repping that neighborhood at the right, time. You right. know what I'm saying? That's why you see a lot of the Crenshaw shit in the oh, film. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you see a lot of that marathon shit in the in the, yeah, film, watch in the show. I got to watch it. I'm going to try it again. I Like I like as I said, I turned the first one on. I didn't get through it. I might have been tired. I also felt the same way, but I'm trying to get into that city on the hill. I don't even know what that is. That's a, that's a, that's a Showtime show. Take place in Boston. Kevin Bacon, this kid. Uh, I think my man's name is Adnis Hodge. You know mm-hmm. him. You've seen him in. Uh, he was in uh, Friday Night Lights. He's been in other shit. Black dude. He's been in a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. One of them cats that's like on the come up. You you see him. You're like, okay, I'm gonna start paying attention. He he putting in work. Um, so I watched the first episode again. I gotta go back to it. Cause I was kind of moving around as it was going on, but it looked promising, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> but uh, shit, yeah, man, shit. That's That's it, though, it, though. Man. I feel like we we yeah, gave we, these yeah. people enough. Yeah, man, we 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 put in work. We put in some work. I see, I see Matt over here. I guess the numbers is uh, we didn't we didn't put a long ain't one. No, in see, here. ain't no clock in this. In this, you know, what I mean, no clock room. in this one. We in the we in the cut. So we we in the cut know. studios. Ooh-wee. Yeah, damn. Shit, we might yeah. as well cut this and hit that. <laughs> but you know, I ain't gonna short change it. But we went, we went hard to pay. We had a lot of talking to this, do. This shit is like uh, <laughs> motherfucking um, Some Rogan shit. I watched uh, LL on Mike Tyson shit. Hot oh man, the- that shit was great. Yeah, that shit was like. Yeah. 
two hours. That shit I was great. Every, I watched every fucking minute of that I, shit. I fuck with the Mike Tyson shit. First of all, any nigga that's willing to get high with Mike Tyson and stay in a room, closed room with him, you a bad motherfucker. But what I like, I like it was a lot of shit that I appreciate about that LL uh, episode. One more was how steeped in history both of them oh, niggas. They was having the history off. <laughs> they were scholars. I was, I was like, oh yeah, these motherfuckers was having a, a full on, no, 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 no. You must be thinking but, about Napoleon back but, in 1821. But, but Mike had him on the marathon shit when they was talking about the marathon and right. shit. Mike was talking about the original, original, and yeah. then uh, LL was talking about the war marathon. Right. So it was two different things, but you know what I'm saying? They were so steeped and you know what I'm saying getting their history out there yeah. you know what I'm saying they weren't gonna let it go it was cool man yeah 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 I yeah, fucked yeah. with that LL I always say I have to always say LL is the first articulate rapper that I could remember from when I was a kid for me when I was right. a kid uh Back when you still had to defend liking hip hop right. to the to the elders, what the fuck is this? What did right. you listen? To? What are they talking about? So when they would have the rare interview right. where they weren't rapping and they uh -huh. were actually speaking, LL was yeah, consistently yeah, was. a motherfucker he, he was. that was like would make the 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 elders like okay okay he got some sense yeah, he was you know he was good looking you know what I'm saying he, but not even just that but he knew how to articulate no, he himself definitely, he definitely knew how to articulate himself right but you know what I'm saying it also helped that he right. he was good looking dude he was he was like Snoop before Snoop where in that you know what I'm saying people related to him and he except he was well spoken he was yeah. like in a in a in a, a world of ghetto. Right. He was like a standout, like, okay, yeah, I, I, I could understand him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't understand the rest of that shit, yeah. but I could understand him. Right. You know? Yeah, LL, LL was the one. He was, LL, um, he reinvented the game at the time. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's hard to tell. Now, it's hard to talk about these kind of things now because at the time, it was like Run DMC was the, the modern rapper. You know what I'm mm -hmm, saying? Mm -hmm. Post Sugar Hill Gang and you know what I'm saying? All of the the hoo ha, you know what I'm saying? Type of rappers. Then it was Run DMC who was like the hybrid of like, they was the new style of that shit. And then LL came and just knocked everything, he just knocked the whole game over. Like, ah, damn, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Going going platinum, you know what I'm saying? Taking his shirt off and he got the muscles, he got the gold chains, he got all, he got everything you're looking for. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he just switched the whole shit up. You could watch. Like the year before LL came out, Run DMC had the tour, went to the tour. They killed that shit. Then the next year they came. You know what I'm saying? They had the same show. They, Run DMC pretty much kept the same show their whole career. Mm. And then LL came with the radio shit. Right. And it was like, ooh. Different type game of done changed. Like, yeah. oh shit, they go LL. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. he, he had that shit rocking. And right. then the next year they had to take him, he had to do his own shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like that era of rap don't get as much props mm -hmm. as it, I feel like it should. But, you know what I mean? I fuck with LL. I met LL for the first time this year. Oh, yeah? yeah. Where at? Grammys. During the Grammys, he was at the Def Jam party. Okay. You know, he walked in, he you know what I'm saying? He he was you know, he wasn't motherfuckers that just look at you and be like, Hey, what's up? I'm oh, like, he showed love. Yeah, he showed love. You know what I'm saying? It's funny, too short said 
I think he said on Drink Chance, he said, if you ever wanted to see some funny shit, he said, being on tour with LL and watching other rappers come up to him and try to say, hey, how you doing? He would egg the shit out of niggas, have them that's, looking like they was invisible. Niggas like, yo, probably, LL. That's probably his heyday, you know what I'm that? saying, yeah, he it's was the man. A, now he's different. It's yeah, a different yeah, thing. He's a little bit more humble. This old L. Yeah, this is, this is old <laughs> L. Uncle, Uncle L. L. It's Uncle exactly. L. This is LL Cool J. <laughs> Back in the day, Cats would be like, yeah, he would look at you like, nigga, yeah, who was, the fuck are you? He was the first, uh, what do they call that shit? The conceited rapper. High post ass. Yeah, he high post conceited. Yeah. Like, he, he, that was his whole image. Yeah, man. But, but I thought we was, we was letting these people go. Yeah, I man. Like so tell the people where you going to be at, man. <laughs> man I'm going to be in Brooklyn, man. Celebrate 4th of July, man. Catch me somewhere All around right. this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? The off is you know coming up. Yeah. That's what's up. Well, shit, I'm going to be at, uh, tonight I'll be at Better Days. It's the final Better Days uh, show. Lower East Side Better Days. Shout out to my man PD Diabro. It's going to be a good one. It's the last one. Uh, so I'll be there, and then uh, this weekend I'll be at Eastville Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So come through, you know. And uh, until then, till we see you again, until you hear from us again, until you see us on the YouTube, tell a friend to tell a friend, even an enemy, to get in the conversation. Yes, sir. We out. of it all is to be in the conversation conversation